West End Abbey is a contemplative vineyard church in the West End of Winnipeg in Manitoba, Canada. This is a homily from one of our services. Well, thank you so much, Rochelle. And thanks to everybody who's here tonight. It's really great to, to see you. And um, I trust that there is some thread of God's spirit that has brought you here, even if you have been invited by, you know, an actual person on this screen, that there's something of um, a desire that God has placed within you that has brought you here uh, this evening. And so, yeah, thank you for responding to that and for for being here. So um, what I'd love to do first is to just give a little bit of context for Maundy Thursday, what it is and kind of what we're hoping for in our time together. Then we'll have a portion where we will actually um, do some foot washing. So if you don't have your bowl of water for your feet, um, you're welcome to go get one uh, for that portion. Um, and that will have kind of two dynamics to it, both considering through through putting your own feet in the water, the God who washes feet, and also if you're with people, uh, housemates, spouses, friends, or whatever, and they are on the screen, you're welcome to, after that, also wash their feet or wash one another's feet, and I'll talk you through all of that as we get there. Um, but here are a few points of context for Maundy Thursday and our service tonight that I think I find helpful and I trust will be helpful for, for you as well. So we are currently in Holy Week, which uh, in Christian history has often been called the Great Week. And it's great not necessarily because there are bright, shiny, powerful displays of God's power, but because underneath the suffering and the agony and the death of Jesus on the cross, we have a glimpse into the great work that God is doing in the world, in the universe, in the cosmos, that these are significant events in history, uh, and we are somehow being invited to participate and, and witness to them in what we do over these next days, beginning with today. And Maundy Thursday uh, is given its name because it comes from the Latin word mandatum, which we get the English word mandate from, or commandment. And it's basically the echo of the, the portion in John's gospel where Jesus tells his disciples, a new commandment I give to you, love one another. And so Maundy Thursday really has at its heart there this invitation, this mandate, this exhortation of Jesus to his disciples, to us, that we would love one another. And that comes as the outflow of what he demonstrates for them, what he shows them love looks like. And it's this mysterious moment of him washing his disciples' feet, washing the feet of his friends. Um, foot washing uh, is gonna be the kind of thing we're going to demonstrate bodily in order to, again, participate and enter into the story of Jesus doing this. Uh, we have wonderful things in our church life that we call sacraments, typically where we use like something material or physical, and through that, uh, 
by faith experience something spiritual. Baptism and communion are the classic examples of that. And by participating in even the simplicity of putting your own feet into a, a bowl or a bucket of water, uh, my prayer is that you you have a tangible, somewhat spiritual experience of God doing this for you. That somehow there's there's a connection between what we do with our body and even putting our feet into water that can somehow help us experience what Jesus did, what Jesus does for us here today through and by the power of his spirit. Um, so that's just a few points of context for, for our service tonight. Now we're going to hear the gospel passage where, where this moment happens. And I just encourage you, if it helps you, uh, you're welcome to close your eyes and kind of imagine yourself as a participant in the story. Uh, you don't have to close your eyes, of course, but listen to it as if you were observing it as a participant, as if you were there, and see if you can even imagine some of the sights and the sounds, um, maybe even the smells of what is, what is being read here for us. The first is John 13, 1 to 17. Now, before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, you do not know what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, you will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, one who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason, he said, not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe, and returned the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, 
nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. So before we pray with water and put our feet in the water, um, a few things for your reflection and consideration as we do that. One is that there are moments in the life of Christ where water features, and this is like one of the third in a, a sort of a cascade of humility here. God first, uh, as it said before, God first manifests himself in Mary's womb in amniotic fluid in the waters of her tummy. God gets baptized in Christ through John the Baptist and immerses himself in the same waters that those who were confessing their sins were immersed in. And here in this moment, God, with water, washes the disciples' feet and like I said, it's like a cascade of humility, which, which really shows us the, the nature and the character of God, that God is, is willing to fully embrace humanity. And even from conception, it's vulnerability and powerlessness, that God fully stands in solidarity with hum humanity, even taking on the same waters that people who are repenting of their sins go into. And here in this moment that God shows profound care and affection and nurture for humanity. As it were, God gets on his knees and carefully and gently washes people's feet. There is a utter disregard for status or maintaining or preserving some kind of godlike repu reputation here. And I offer this picture of these different moments of God and water to show you and to have you think through this is an act of humility here, that God is humble. And secondly, and this struck me with some force today, is that Judas Iscariot was among the disciples at that moment. Jesus got on his knees and washed Judas' feet the one who was already in the process of betraying him is getting washed by Judas, by Jesus here. And again, for your reflection and consideration, what might have Jesus been thinking and feeling as he was washing the one who is in the process of betraying him? What do you feel as you imagine a God who washes the feet of betrayers. This is really a picture of radical love for one's enemy, for one's opponent, as it were. And, uh, you know, we are not a foot-washing culture, typically, in the Western world. Um, in parts of, in other parts of the world, this is still customary. And so some of the force of what is happening here is lost on us because this is not a cultural practice for most of us. 
Um, foot washing has often been like an ablution, which is like a hygiene practice to, to simply cleanse yourself like we would with hand sanitizer or soap. Uh, it, it took on sort of religious or ritualistic meaning as a form of purification. Um, but it also is a way of demonstrating hospitality in the ancient Near East. In Jesus' time, people who were invited to your home, uh, it was customary for you to have a bowl of water to, to allow them to wash their feet. If you really wanted to show them honor and respect, you would maybe ask your servant or your slave to wash their feet. If you even more wanted to honor and respect them, you would ask your son to wash their feet. And the highest tier of respect, honor, and hospitality was if you, the host, washed their feet. Now in this moment, Jesus is the host. He is the one who has arranged this dinner. He is the one who has called the disciples to celebrate in this way. And beyond that, he's the king of all kings. He's the host of all things. This is a sign of the most radical kind of honor and respect and hospitality that you could ever imagine, which kind of explains why Peter is so outraged at the thought that Jesus would wash his feet. And so as you, as you prepare to put your own feet in this water, I just want to encourage you to consider that Jesus doing this for his friends, for his disciples, is a radical expression of friendship, of hospitality, of respect, of humility, and of cleansing and forgiveness. It is all those things and more. And so Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, tied a towel around himself, and then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. So I'm going to invite you into a, a moment of silence here before we, we do the foot washing part, just for you to kind of allow to percolate the mystery and the beauty of a God who does this. And even for you in your own way to, to ask that God would somehow touch you and reveal himself to you as you put your own feet in the water in just a few moments here. <clears throat> 